All right, let's go ahead and get this live chat started. My name is Brian Kaserik, and I am the founder of the UniteApp.com. Today, we're going to be doing a live chat around real-world love, meeting romantic potential offline. For many of us that have been in the apps and online, we're starting to get tired of collecting the swipes, getting the likes, but nothing leads to in-person connection and ultimately relationships, which is, as humans, what we want, connection and love. So let's dive into not only how you could prepare to get offline and start to get your head in the right uh, mindset to meet people, but also what I think are some of the best ways to connect with people in the real world. Having lived in New York City, where we had an amazing plethora of venues, restaurants, cultural events to meet and connect, these are some of my personal favorites. All right. So number one, my first tip for meeting people in the real world is it's okay to meet online, but try to get offline into the real world as quickly as possible. For so many people, we tend to build up this character in our head of who we think this person actually is. So the longer that you wait to meet this person, the brain does a really good job of creating a story of who this prince or Prince Charming or princesses in our head and fills in the gaps. And then we meet them in person and they're not anything that we thought they would be like. And the chemistry just isn't there in person. So really get off uh, the apps, meet a person in line as quickly as possible. There's a few things that if you're going to get offline that you should consider before you weigh who you should actually meet in a real person. Uh, so let's run down a quick list of those. Number one, what is their current relationship status? I hate that I even have to say this, but actually ask people, are you single? Some people aren't single. Some people are at the talent of a relationship, a marriage. Um, some people still have lingering energy that is hanging over them from the past relationship. So try to get a little clear on what their status is and where they're at emotionally and mentally when it comes to showing up for dating in real life. Uh, or in person. Number two, when was their last relationship and when did it end? If somebody was in a relationship for more than three, four months, it's going to take them almost that long to get over their last relationship. Now imagine somebody that was in a relationship for three years, five years, 10 years. Do you think they're going to be ready to date you after one or two months? Not even possible. So Maybe it's not about getting into a relationship with them, but maybe it's about building a friendship with them and getting to know them. And as they move away from those emotions and energy of the past relationship, you guys can start to connect more authentically. Number three, what is their level of seriousness? Are they casually dating multiple people or are they looking for a more serious relationship? I don't think there's anything wrong with asking, hey, you know, I'm looking for a serious relationship. What are you looking for? And get a feel. Because what also people will do is they'll tell you, oh, yeah, I'm looking for a, a real relationship. You meet in person and then all of a sudden they're casually dating. Um, so to the extent that you can understand where they're at and what they're willing to commit to saying up front will help you plan accordingly. Number four. Uh, what is their communication style or the lack there of it? Um, are they following up with you? Are they showing interest? Are they communicating with you? And if they're not, 
that's the first red flag that things aren't going to go well when you actually meet in real life. Number four, uh, five, you, what are your and their motives and be really honest about them. If you're looking for a hookup, don't go on dating apps looking to date and vice versa. If you're on a hookup app, don't go on <laughs> dating apps to hook up. It sounds ridiculous because really my belief at the end of the day is it's the same pool of people, but it's different intentions. And now I have had friends that a hookup turns into dating, so there's nothing wrong with that, but just be really clear about your motives. Um, if it really is only meant to be something more fun and light, non-committal, just enjoy it for what it is. But if you set that expectation and then all of a sudden you're wanting to date, there could be a lot of confusion that comes into the picture. So you kind of want to stay away from that. And lastly, really trust your gut feeling and take a look at what your confidence is. If your gut's saying, okay, this may be good, but I'm just not in a place to date, and then you show up, that person is going to pick up the energy um, and your lack of confidence if you're not really in a place to date. So don't date because you think you have to date. Date because you're confident, you're ready, you're available, and you feel like you'll be a good partner. Because that confidence is going to be sexy, and you can only mask that for so long until insecurities, the lack of confidence, um, emotions are going to show up and then turn that relationship toxic. All right. So now uh, that's get offline as soon as you can. Um, so those are just the steps to going from online to offline and help you understand who you actually want to meet. All right. Let's move on to the next thing that you should look at before you meet somebody uh, in real life. Get clear on your core values. Your core values will always be your navigational North Star. Um, and when times get rough in a relationship, it's going to be your core values that ultimately keep you together. So if you enjoy working out and the other person enjoys smoking and eating, that's probably not going to work. If the other person enjoys golf and the other person enjoys, let's say, um, hanging out at bars, again, may work for a bit, but probably not going to work. So get really clear on what your core values are. Um, on the Unite app, we have a link for one of the best uh, core value exercises out there, and it gives you your top five core values. Um, if you can't find it, just email me at brian, B-R-Y-A-N, at theuniteapp.com, and I'll send that uh, link to you. But it will give you your top five core values. And when you're connecting with someone, you really want to understand that at least two of your five core values align with them. Is that family? Is that travel? Is that you all like to work? Maybe that could actually be a problem if both of you work too much. Is that working out? Is that um, family? Oh, I already said family, uh, but you get the idea. Is what you both enjoy doing going to keep you together or tear you apart? Uh, let's see what's next. Approach dating and going from offline to in real world dating with a curiosity. This shouldn't be about I'm going to date to marry. This should be let me make friends and connect and really build solid friendships. And if one of those naturally evolves and turns into a relationship, then you're going to have a strong foundation that carries you for many years. 
Uh, so really, just having a simple goal of making friends and don't put too much pressure on yourself. When you meet someone, it's not about whether they like you. It's do you like them? If you like them, if you enjoy being around them, if you enjoy going out with them, if you laugh, then you're going to continue to build on that. And that's going to turn into a really amazing relationship. Um, and the last part of that is I believe that every person should consider at least two dates with anyone because a lot of people are really anxious or nervous on the first date. So it's not so much, you know, the first date should be an interview for marriage. It should be, did I enjoy this enough to go on a second date with you? And if at the end of the second date, it's just not working, just let them know, hey, I really enjoyed getting to know you. I don't think it's a match. I wish you the best of luck. Um, but a lot of people are completely different on the second date than the first date. So really just enjoy with curiosity, have fun, make friends. Don't be afraid to, um, go on two dates just to get someone to know someone. It's not a marriage. It's just an interview to see if you want to go on a third date. Consider it that way. All right. The next thing, uh, for going from offline dating to, uh, real world dating is get clear on your preferred social setting. Do you prefer to be around friends? Do you prefer group settings? Do you prefer to be one-on-one? -on -one? A lot of people that I talk with go with what society thinks is normal for dating, whether that's a one-on-one -on -one date or, you know, meeting at a club or a bar. And a lot of people get really anxious when they end up in those environments. And if you are anxious, if you're not showing up confidently, if you don't feel comfortable or secure in your setting, you're not going to attract the partner that you want. So really get clear. Where do you thrive? Where are you confident? And what will make you feel the most comfortable? And then focus where you feel the most confident because that's going to, again, be attractive and sexy. And people will see you across the room and say, I want to go talk to that person. Um, let's see. There was one other thing I wanted to say there. And I think friends really are one of the most underrated sources for connecting with people in the real world. We obviously are friends with them for a reason. Um, and if you could bring your group of friends together, they know people. Um, but for some reason, whatever reason, we've all thought we could do it on our own. So we turn to online dating when we're, you know, in our bed at night, trying to see if we can match it uh, with anyone. But dating isn't a mental thing. You can't look at someone and say, I want to date them. You need to feel their energy. You need to feel the heart connection. Um, and that really only happens in real life. So I believe that we're lucky to live in this day and age where we have access to so many tools to meeting people. And if you approach it with the right mindset, you could then go into online dating, take it offline and hopefully establish some great friendships or relationships. All right, so let's jump into places to meet offline. Let's say you have zero interest in dealing with the dating apps. I totally get that. Uh, what are some of the best places to meet people offline? Well, I just mentioned friends are one of the most undertapped resources for dating. So ask your friends. Once you get clear on your core values, what you're looking for in a potential date, share this with your friends to say, hey, I really am looking to get into a relationship. I'd love your support. Here's what I'm looking for. If you know of anyone, would you consider making an introduction? 
As simple as that. You could go through their friends on social media and say, hey, this person looks attractive. Will you introduce them to me? Do you think we would be a good match? Uh, but I think we underestimate the power and support that our friends could offer us. Um, and then once you get to that point, if you have several friends that are single, host a singles party. Invite your friends over and tell them to each invite two friends that are single and host. Actively take a role in connecting people. If you're connecting your friends to people you think would be great matches, I promise you people will match you to the people they think would be a good fit for you. But you need to create that culture amongst your friend of, hey, your friends of, hey, we're here, let's support each other. This is what we're all looking for. Um, really a lot of my decisions come down to, you know, what are my passions in life and how can I connect with people around that? I think really it's passions and values that keep people moving forward. So getting clear on what you do really enjoy doing and really pursuing that with a strong passion of how can I get into the real world and connect with people will go a long way. So another thing is uh, if you have a dog, go to the dog park, connect with people at the dog park. Relationships are built over time with consistency. Uh, I was part of a dodgeball league in New York and we had to show up every week and meet the same people and play the same sport. And I built some of the most amazing friendships that didn't lead to a relationship, but definitely could have and were there to support me when I did actually find uh, the relationship that I was in during that time. So um, showing up to a place like a dog park over time allows you to meet the same people in the neighborhood that are going there as well. And naturally, if you take an active role in saying hello and get to know them, over time, you'll just start to build these connections, friendships, and possibly a relationship. All right, the next best place for meeting offline for me is to volunteer at the places that align with your passion. There's nothing more than working towards a common goal with someone else. When you're working together, you see each other come alive you support each other, and you get an idea of who each other are uh, through that shared passion um, and that volunteer organization. So maybe you all care for pets or uh, LGBTQ community or um, food pantries or politics. Whatever it is, you could volunteer with organizations that you are all working together and creating new experiences, which is going to make you uh, closer. Another one that I really enjoyed doing was joining a professional or nonprofit organization um, where you could join a young leaders group or create one. Uh, there's a lot of amazing people within organizations or professional um, companies that want to be a part of a group and volunteer, create um, events for the spaces. So if there isn't one, uh, Create one, become the leader of the young leaders uh, group within your company or within an organization um, and build on that. When you're viewed as the leader in the organization, people are going to respect you more than just being that person that sits in the back and is passively you know, experiencing life. So take an active role in connecting people, bringing people together, creating experiences, creating volunteer opportunities, and I promise you that people will start together, come together, and you'll have access to these other 
young professionals uh, within your community, organizations, or uh, at work. And lastly is join a spiritual group. Get into meditation, yoga, Buddhism. There's so many different spiritual centers out there that allow you to not only connect to yourself, but to show up in a more present and grounded way with other people. Um, New York always had something going on in that realm. And again, it's consistency over time around a shared experience. If you could continue to show up to spaces that you're passionate about, that align with your core values, and you could do this consistently, it's only a matter of time before you're gonna meet someone in the real world that you can date and hopefully turn into something long-term. So I hope you were able to take some kind of tip away from this and you get into the real world and you could use online dating as well as offline dating and see what works best for you. But really at the end of the day, stick to who you are, stick to what makes you feel confident. And if you put yourself out there, there's only one of you. You don't need to find 20 relationships. You only need to find that one person that's right for you. So I hope this helps. If you have any questions, if you want that uh, core value exercise or link, uh, just send me an email at brian at theuniteapp.com or you could find me inside uh, the Mentor Plus plan as well. All right, have a great day. Take care.